Hello, everyone, and welcome to For the Birds podcast, part of the Miss Quotes Podcasting Network. I'm McKinley, happy your hosting duo, joined weekly with Guy Orr. Thanks for listening and for coming back for more. We're now on Twitter. It only made sense, right? Follow us at We're For The Birds, and if you haven't already, follow our Instagram at For The Birds Podcasting. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Are you having a claw too? Yes. I I really actually like the lime ones. I actually like the grapefruit one. Cheers. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Every time. It just needs a little bitters. Like if there's a little bitters in here, that would really fucking do it for me. Let's fucking do it. I don't have bitters, bro. Oh. I wish I did. I just ran out. Recently. Do you have a bitter liqueur? No. My bar's pretty bleak right now. I have Sazerac blend, box wine, sweet vermouth, some vodkas. <laughs> I did not buy. Yeah, no. I'm looking for some Aperol or some Campari to throw in here, but you know, Definitely just Campari, drink it as yeah. is. Listen, sis. But listen, sis. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the birds. I'm McKinley. I'm Gaia. And here we are. We're in McKinley's living room, and it's the halls are decked, freshly, <laughs> <laughs> freshly decked halls. Maddie and I went and got a Christmas tree. She was looking for a Christmas tree for 30 minutes. I was like, Maddie, look at this one. She's like, I don't know. I was like, this is great. This one's awesome. It's full. It's plump. It's fat. It's it's like probably like 5'10". Like not the tallest tree, but honestly, we don't have room for much more. So yeah, you don't need a huge tree. And then we have a little baby tree over there. Oh, See yeah. that one on the bar? That's a very Grinchy tree. I like it. Yeah. And then it, the rest of it's just decorated, bro. Boughs of holly. All about <laughs> jingle bells all the way. <laughs> we need to save this for our Christmas episode. <laughs> I don't give a shit. All right, guy, what's new? <laughs> what's new? I have an Instagram account to show you, but I deleted my Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. I deleted it last night, so I have to pull it up on your account. Yep. Okay. What else, but this, this to start off what's new while she's looking that up, Gaia, actually the episode came out today, Gaia's back on misquotes. We talked about oh, yeah. super bad, which is, which is one of the, <laughs> sorry, she found the Instagram page. You finished talking about the super bad episode. Oh, it was discovered. great. We had so much fun recording. I just showed her a thirst trap Instagram account that a girl from work showed me. It's called Boys With Plants. This guy's literally my type. It's just a bunch of... Oh, yeah. The guy sh- in the hot spring? Boom. It's just a bunch of, like, shirtless guys around plants. Of all body types. And I kill plants. So, honey, come on over. Make <laughs> some plants. Take care of my plants. Trim my hedges. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked recently... Okay. We've talked recently... Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked recently about how I need to go on a date soon. Oh, yeah. Anyway, super bad episode. We're just mixing a lot of things at the right uh, the, at the right time, honestly. Yeah. Super bad. Go to misquotes on Spotify mm-hmm. or on Apple or anywhere you listen to your podcast. We talk super bad. It's basically like twenty minutes of gushing about the cast and then twenty minutes of straight up quoting it. Yeah. In which we still left out a bunch of really great quotes. Yeah, honestly, I could have talked about it more. I left the recording session just being like, fuck, we didn't even mention Booksmart. Like, 
Yeah. There's lots to talk about, but still so much in there. So much content. I listened today, and it's funny. <laughs> I swear. Guy approved. <laughs> she wouldn't say it was funny unless it was true. No. Oh, my God. But speaking of Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah, That pick. That pick though. It's posted on the For the Birds Instagram. Yeah. Which is For the Birds Podcasting. It's, I mean, you can go into it in detail. It's, it's essentially us two. And by essentially, I mean it is us two if we were men. And I was just telling McKinley that I was tagged in this picture by two other people. I think I shared this one with you. You did. Um, but two other people tagged me in this and was like, oh my god, it's us. And in every dynamic, I'm the Jonah Hill because what he's wearing is a hipster disaster. Really? <laughs> but okay, I'm actually Michael Sarah. Like, oh, so on point. You've got some busted ass Adidas on, <laughs> some skinny jeans, a parka, a backpack, hiked up to the gods, <laughs> a beanie, <laughs> and some classic shades. And some sunnies. Hands deep in pockets. Yeah, I don't think you would wear that beanie either, but everything else is so you. And he's also like, like a hat, like a baseball hat. Towering over Jonah Hill, just another detail. And then Jonah Hill's just smoking a cig, uh, which Guy and I do partake in if we've had literally a sip of a beverage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in our brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got a trench coat, a patterned trench, a patterned shirt under that that does not go with said trench. It could be a Grateful Dead tie-dye also. It could be. Stay tuned. Baggy, white-washed, or blue acid-washed jeans that look like mom jeans. Yeah. And then black sneaks. Yeah, he's wearing some... They look like also Adidas. They look like some skater shoes. Personally, I think some black sneakers with a gum sole do not go with a light-washed jean. I'm going to take that up with Jonah the next time I see him. But... (laughs) Huge fan of the one button. Sick <laughs> styling move for a trench. I'm like super here for it. I would also wear that beanie. Pretty cool beanie. And it's pretty cool. It's like a knit green. Mm-hmm. A knit green beanie. Mm. What else is new with you? I don't know. I could use therapy this week. I've got a lot of things that I need to talk through, but... I'm here, sis. Nothing bad. Yeah. Just where you have those days where you're like... Like some days, the world confirms for you. This is where you're supposed to be... Everything's going to plan. Everything's right. And then some days you're just like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I think everybody can relate to that. Totally. Especially being in your mid-20s and like even if some of these, some of our two listeners aren't in their (laughs) mid-20s. I think we've confirmed we have eight weekly subscribers. Eight consistent listeners. Let's get that number up, y'all. Yeah. Um, But I just think that's just totally relatable. Like life is fucking... Life is weird right now. Yeah, I know. Being in your 20s is really difficult. Love, politics, earth. Work. Work. I didn't even factor that part in. Yeah. Well, who's doing it for you, bro? <laughs> who's doing it for me? The baby. The baby. The baby. So I usually watch Saturday Night Live on Hulu, Same. and it comes out like a month later or like... I don't know. No, the episodes come out the next day. Do they? Mm-hmm. Is the whole J-Lo and Baby episode on? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll have to go watch that. I should have watched that beforehand. But instead, I just went on YouTube and watched his performances. Whatever. Because, of course, I saw on Twitter people being like, 
there's always opposition. About his performance, or yeah, someone said something like, "If you're mad about the baby's performance," and I was like, "Well, I'm not seeing any tweets about people being mad about the baby's performance," yeah. but I was like, "I gotta go see what this is all about." I mean, he got me hook, line, and sinker, dude. He like did such like uh, what it was like such an MTV 2000s or like 1998 or B. Not am I thinking about the like you know like East Coast versus West Coast performances like when they would go up on stage? Was that BET or MTV or VH1? Yeah. I, I don't remember which one it was. That's late 90s, but like for sure early 2000s area. Era. Or like Diddy and or yeah Diddy and Tupac or like fucking just basically cussing at each other on stage. It was like that energy, but like with so much more happiness and like yeah. I mean, it was like it had boy band vibes to me because he's up yeah. there just like with choreographed backup dancers. It reminds me of like Bow Wow a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, definitely had some like '90s baby feel to it. Little Romeo, and I think the critique some people were saying he didn't take it seriously, but if you ask me, like he put a lot of fucking thought into that. That's he super went up serious, there and he made his performance a skit. Like he thought thematically about the show he was going on, and he's like, "I'm gonna give these people." A show. Like, I'm going to give them a sketch. That took so much more work than even my fave Harry Styles going up there and just fucking singing. Yeah. In his fucking Neil Diamond. All right. Deep V. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll get to that after you're talking about Duh Baby. Um, yeah. Well, and then some people I have seen tweets of guys being like, what's even so great about the baby? Girls love the baby. I'm like, okay, do you really want a list? The smile, the confidence, the humor. He's jacked. He can dress. And his songs are fucking hits. I mean, that's six things right there. He's got a real... I like his voice, too. He's a really good flow, and his voice is, like, just raspy enough. He could, like, Ooh, be... I love could, a rasp. He could be part of, like, the ASAP gang if, like, the ASAP gang was, like, a little bit more energetic, you know? If they brought he's back the young. Lamborghini high vibes. Yeah. He's too young. I feel like ASAP has peaked. For sure. Um... And it's people like DeBaby and Megan Thee Stallion that are, you know, the freshman class right now leading us into the new. Honestly, I've been so detached from music lately. Mm-hmm. I need to like re-submerse myself because I've just been like not, not to like just talk about myself, but like sometimes <laughs> it's, it's just movie season right now, bro. Yeah. And I've just been, I've been more into movies than shows for sure. Yeah. And music. I'm, I've. Like we talked about last week, I've never considered myself a music person. Sorry, Bub's break. She's being really fucking cute right now, bro. We'll post a picture on Instagram. Um, yeah, I've never really considered myself a music person. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just listen to songs. Yep. That's all we do. Who is doing it for you? I have two. Do it. So, obviously, Harry Styles is, like, someone that I've been talking about. But, mm-hmm. honestly, just to, like, round back that back and, like, his album comes out tomorrow. Second debut album. Or it's not debut. But second solo album. Yes. Post 1D. He's, like, fucking not even crushing the marketing game, but just crushing, like, the cute and every little aspect of your entire life game. Like, he literally hosted the Late Late Show yesterday or the day before yesterday. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? I watched it last night with Maddie. Nice. And it was, like, the cutest thing. He had, like, the most bunk-ass guests. Like, he had Kendall Jenner, who's, like, literally dead as a doornail. She has absolutely no personality. Nothing going on. She has no sex appeal. Nothing that, like, I, I get nothing from her. Like, mm. nothing. The only thing that brought out is, is, like, Harry Styles being, like, actually the cutest fucking human being when they're playing that that game, like, going around the circle and eating nasty yeah. shit or whatever. 
I don't know what it's called. Puke or spill your guts or fill your guts. That's what it's called. <laughs> he was just like adorable and he double hosted SNL. So it's just like, he's out here like really crushing it. Mm-hmm. He's like very smart and a very good actor. And like, honestly rising, he's obviously the most successful member of 1D and like probably the king of pop right now. Like he's going to be like, hands down. He's the new JT. He's, he's taken over the throne. He's going to be like, remembered like JT is like yeah. for sure. Um, so there's that. There's my quick gush about Harry Styles. And then my second do it for me, which I'm shocked we haven't talked about her yet or them who Alana Glazer. And mm. I mean, always side note, Abby Jacobson always in there. Have we never, I don't even think we've mentioned broad city. Oh God. The reason I bring it up is because Alana's a post on Instagram yesterday that her like comedy special is going to be on Amazon. Oh, I can't fucking and I'm, wait. And, like, the opening line, that pretty much the only thing that she, like, promotes about it, she's like, there's a huge difference between Alana Glazier and Alana Wexler. But she's, like, acting like Alana Wexler at the same time because that's who she is. It's like, yeah. What's the huge difference? I don't know. Let's is, listen to it. Actually, we don't know. Wait, I just confused myself. Wexler is the character. Yes. Alana Glazier is her. Wexler is, like, a 22-year-old little thought. The differences between Alana Wexler and Alana Glazer. You are going to be shocked as well as impressed. It's literally Alana Wexler. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't. I mean, I started watching Broad City again. Shout out to Hannah in like 2014 with Hannah. Mm-hmm. Like first season. Yeah, I started watching it with you guys. I didn't watch it beforehand. Yeah, so I think it was, like, only the first season was out. Maybe, like, the end of the first season when I started watching. Mm-hmm. And that shows, like, if I ever... Every time I meet, like, a woman who hasn't seen it, I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with you? This is, like... This is about us. It's about us. It's poking fun at us <laughs> while poking fun at the world around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. They and nailed each it. Ep- each episode is just... Really rains at home. And they still yeah. post on the Broad City Instagram. They still do, like little check-ins, like IGTVs, mm-hmm. that they record, like, newly. Really? Yeah. Where there's just, like, random shit. Like, they did, like, a Halloween one. They did, like, a voting day one. They did, like... Well, they started as a web show. Mm-hmm. Just doing sketches like that. With our so mans. it probably just comes naturally yeah, to like, them. Yeah, probably, like, super easy. Like, I imagine it takes, like, a little bit to record. Yeah. Yeah, good old Alana. Super here for that. I mean, I've always, like, wanted to be an Alana, but I know deep down I'm just, like... As Abby as it gets. Your classic Abby. You know, that's fine. I have mm-hmm. an ass of an angel. <laughs> I'm dead. I want that blue dress. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to be an Abby because she's also an aspiring artist. You're like, like a perfect mix of both. Yeah, my personality often falls into the Alana category. Especially drunk guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drunk, drunk me is Alana Glazer. Sober drunk, me, like, falls towards Abby. Drunk Gaia's name is Danger. Mm-hmm. Because... Danger Wexler. She gets into danger. Oh, God. I'm so reckless sometimes. I don't really get drunk like that anymore. All right, but for real, though. Um, after we just talked about two empowering females. Yes. Not us. But also us. But also us. <laughs> But also us. Um, I mean, I think the topic everyone's talking about this week are the Golden Globe nominations being released and how they're pretty fucking disappointing. Emphasis on snub. Yeah. Huge snub. 
honestly, in so many more ways than one. Obviously, women got hugely snubbed. Gre- Greta Gerwig, Alma, whatever her last name is, uh, the director of The Farewell. Uh, I can't fucking remember the name of her or the last name of Alma who directed Honey Boy. But, like, Shia LaBeouf didn't even get a nod for screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler didn't even get nominated. And he's supposed to have, like, huge talks of uncut gems. But I wonder what the cutoff for Golden Globes are because I think it's earlier than the cutoffs for Oscar season. Because Oscars don't happen until January. They both don't happen. Oh, I guess maybe the movie needs to be out already. Is that right? Is that how it works? For the Oscars, I feel like there's a weird area. It, it comes out in February. The, because the, Uncut Gems is doing pre-screenings now in like New York and LA. Yeah, the Oscar noms come out January 13th and then the, the show's in February. Like, first week of February. Yeah, so I think the Golden Globe cutoff is just earlier. I mean, I didn't see the Joker, and I didn't see the Irishman. Yeah, but the director of the fucking Joker, like, okay, Joaquin Phoenix could be nominated for that great actor, whatever, but you're going to give it, he's doing a fucking... I don't think Joaquin is even nominated. No, I think he's nominated. If the yeah, dire- he yeah, is. I was like, you're right. I, that is just like, that's, I mean, honestly, like, not to make the comparison, but just give the fucking directors of Marvel movies a fucking Golden Globe nom then. I mean, most of these movies I haven't even seen or heard buzz about. Parasite's pretty big. Parasite, I think, deserves every nomination. I haven't I seen it yet, but I bought it on Amazon, so and it comes out like January 14th, so I'll see it then. I'm confused by Jennifer Lopez being nominated for Hustlers. I fucking hate J-Lo. First of all, I mean, she's a better actress than I often give her credit for. Like, my main takeaway after Hustlers was like, yeah, girl acted that role out, but like... Also, how challenging is that role? You're just playing, like, a crime syndicate leader stripper. Like, (laughs) every girl has that in their arsenal. You know, like, every girl can pull out a hoe. You know? Sorry if that was, like, really offensive. But, first of all, I thought she was the star of that movie, too. I think it's weird she was nominated as a supporting actress when she was clearly the star. There was, like, a bunch of actresses in it. Yeah, maybe that's why none of them were the star. Yeah. But she was, like, the clear... Well, someone else nominated it. Maybe that was, like, the technical lead. Or nominated. Narrated. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so... It's good. It's worth seeing. We all know Golden Globes aren't, like, that big of a deal. And then Laura Dern nominated for Marriage Story. I'll say it once. I'll say it again and again and again. That's deserved. So if you're talking... But you haven't even seen Big Little Lies. She plays the exact same character in Big Little Lies, but better. Like, tenfold, that character has so much more depth and range of emotion. And, like... Well, you have more of a backstory as well. Laura Dern only has, like... Laura Dern only has, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes of screen time in Marriage Story. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I think that, like, with the time she had... She channeled, obviously, Big Little Lies. I haven't seen it. But I'm sure she channeled that as much as she possibly could into this role. Because, yeah. sis, it was good. Well, I'm sure Laura Dern isn't expecting much from that, you know? Like, if she's heartbroken that she lost that, I'm going to be like, ooh. She's been nominated plenty of times. I'm sure she's... Yeah. You never know, though. Yeah. Like, remember Melissa McCarthy last year when uh, mm-hmm. someone won over her and her face on camera just, like, fell to the floor? And you're like, calm the fuck down, Did Melissa. Did she yeah, she really did. And it, I think it was for an Oscar, actually. Must be nice. Silly. These men. They don't know how good they have it. Dude, I just think of, like, that Natalie Portman meme or gif that's been going around, obviously, and it's just like, 
the nominations for the male directors are like, and it's just like all men. And there's like so many achievements for women in directing this year. It's insane. Especially a movie like Honey Boy. That's like, yeah. I mean, obviously it's like more of an obscure one. I haven't seen it. I see it Tuesday, but it's a little bit more of an independent flick, but I mean, I don't know. I give her props for like going toe to toe with Shia LaBeouf, who we all know is like extremely intense. Like, he dives in 110%. She stood by him as an equal and, like, proved. I think Shia LaBeouf should be nominated for Best Screenwriting. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to, like, get ahead of myself. Adam Driver being nominated, I think that's pretty well-deserved. Sure. (laughs) I saw something funny on Twitter. Hold on. There's so many Marriage Story memes right now, it's fucking absurd. There really are. So there's this one about Marriage Story, and it was like... Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson have both been nominated for Best Actor, Best Actress at the Golden Globes for Marriage Story. And someone retweeted it and said, my my downstairs neighbors should get a Golden Globe then. Shit. (laughs) I thought that was fucking hilarious. And then I saw a couple other comments. (laughs) The same thing that you said, oh, they've been nominated for the Golden Globe. And then the comment says, well, they might as well nominate my parents too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then I saw something that was like yelling is the easiest acting that you can do. For sure, but I mean, evoking, I think it's just how it affects your audience mm-hmm. and captivating your audience. And that scene is like very, you know, I think it resonates with plays more than it does with movies, which mm-hmm. I think it's why it's harder to do in movies. Because I know plays are pretty heavy on like scenes like that, mm-hmm. but I don't think you see it a lot in movies. Because when they start, so when I, I watch like a interview, single take, like that yeah because I watched an interview with the director and Adam Driver and they said that it took two days to film that scene and Mm -hmm. they had to start from the beginning right and the beginning is when they're sitting on the couch and it's probably like a five minute scene so every they probably how many takes a day for two days Mm -hmm. from the very beginning going through that and going through that and going through that but when it's yeah exactly so I think that's where obviously it's easier to like yell but like to have to captivate that in a movie, I think is obviously attributed well, to directing. But yeah, that sounds like the director should get credit for that. Was that director nominated? Uh, Noah Baumbach or whatever his name is. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I said his name wrong. Whatever, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen any of these series nominated? Oh, unbelievable! Have you not seen that? Wait, it's a limited series. I didn't see any of the limited series, honestly. Gaia, unbelievable, is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's about, it's based in Colorado. It's about that there's a serial rapist that moves from Washington to Colorado. Tony Collette stars in it. And Ooh, loves Tony Collette. And Collette. what's her fucking name as an actress? Well, I can't fucking remember. She, everyone in that show has been nominated, like the top three actresses. And it's basically about fucking those two badass detectives tracking this guy down it's so fucking good 10 out of 10 would recommend caitlin deaver yep merit weaver mm-hmm. merit weaver also in marriage story yep um well, she should have been nominated for the oscar in marriage story her role is so fucking funny <laughs> the shows that i watched that are nominated big little lies the act uh dead to me that was a fucking good show. Russian Doll. Russian I, Doll is really good. I love Natasha Leone. It'd be super big for her to win. 
I'm, That's a really good show. Yeah, I'm down for that. And also Christina Applegate. For what? Dead to Me. You didn't oh. watch that? No, I saw part of an episode because Maddie started watching it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I watched it in like two days, one of those bingers. Oh, I love those. That's what I do with Santa yeah. Curry today. I think you'd like Big Little Lies too. Oh, I would love it. I yeah. don't have the emotional capability to attach myself to an, a, a dramatic show right now. It's a lot. Big Little Lies you can't binge because 50 minutes of that fucking melodrama hurts. Like, you can watch maybe two episodes in a sitting. I do love Adam Driver. Not Adam Driver. Adam Scott. Also love Adam Driver. Got the Driver. Obsessed. Adam Scott in a dramatic role is great. He does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you should watch it, and we can do a deep dive into Big Little Lies. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. She is the best Reese in that show. Shanley Woodley. Love all of them. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Fuck Meryl in this show. She's a villain. Yeah, I love her as a villain. It's my favorite role. It's great. Yeah, season two goes hard. Okay, but also for real, though. <laughs> okay, I can't wait for this one. Lizzo endorsed... Pete Buttigieg. Boo! Boo. Lizzo! How, we've been talking about self-love. What about Pete? Because he's from your hometown of Minnesota, wherever the fuck he... Or Indiana, or whatever the fuck he's from. Like, sis, he is not here to help people. He's no. an institutional Democrat worse than Biden. No. He's a closet Republican. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Huh? He's definitely a closet Republican. Oh, because yeah. he's gay and he's yeah. out of the closet. <laughs> out of the closet in one way, but not both. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you need to come out of the closet and admit that you're a fucking Republican, dude, because... Yeah, it's like, let's spend more money it. on military. Are you fucking kidding me? You think we need to spend... I mean, I'm not going to get I'm super getting, into... I'm getting heated because I don't dislike anybody on the stage more than him yeah we've talked about this he really makes me so mad he's not an ally chipotle showing up right now there she is oh oh yeah maddie said hi to the people hello people there's chipotle yeah (laughs) anyway we should probably start wrapping it up yeah pete buttigieg lizzo Lizzo, check yourself. I always knew there was something wrong with Lizzo. And here we are. (laughs) Like you said, like Lizzo is like, she makes music for girls. Oh, with eyelashes on their car. (laughs) I cannot take credit for that. That was a tweet that I found. (laughs) But I love it. (laughs) Lizzo makes music for girls with eyelashes on their headlights. And that's how we'll end it. Mm. Again. I would have said I loved Lizzo as a person, and then she had to go do that fuck shit. I'm so. severely disappointed in, in Lizzo right now. Anyway. Anyway, this has been For the Birds. Yes. Um, we made a Twitter, so start tweeting at us at We're For The Birds. All right, it's at We Are For The Birds, or is it We're? We're, no apostrophe. So, like, we're for the birds. We're for the birds. On twitter guys running twitter i'm running instagram that was decided just now yep unofficially (laughs) how it's going um but yeah interact with us on twitter mention us um tweet cat pictures oh yeah all right bye bye bye
I bet we got that. <laughs>